Deep Talking with Generation Claimed. We're diving a little deeper, talking all things parenting, family, and the power of God's word. So grab your coffee or your tea or whatever, kick up your feet and come hang with us for a bit. I'm Emily Assel. And I'm Matt Assel. So you may know me as the author of the Generation Claim book. Matt is our kind of behind the scenes, do all the other things guy. And Lauren, our illustrator, actually just had a baby, so she will not be here with us today. But we decided to go ahead and get launched without her, and she can come back and join us when she's all rested up. So welcome to the Generation Claimed offices, also known as our basement. We're going to talk to you guys a little bit today about kind of how Generation Claimed got started, a little bit of our story, and kind of go from there. So Matt and I first met each other um, because our moms worked at the same school. So uh, we had kind of always known each other. We went to a small school, so we're in the same circle. Our brothers were like best friends. But we got together um, super cheesy in high school on like one of our high school missions trips. Um, So we did start dating in high school, though, um, and throughout college, um, and obviously eventually ended up getting married. I graduated from Loyola University with a degree in biology. And I was looking around, I was like, I really don't want to do anything in biology. So I ended up getting a job at an electrical company with my brother and was kind of working there, just figuring out, kind of figure some things out. Um, or, you know, someone's going to offer you some fabulous job, but it didn't happen. So then I'm like, pregnant, had my son Gabe. I got pregnant or we got pregnant. <laughs> I got her pregnant. Yeah, I guess. that's probably more accurate. Okay. I didn't just show up I pregnant think. one day. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, he, uh, I ended up having to stay home with him because Emily was making a lot more money than I was at the time. So we decided it just made sense for me to stay home with him. I felt like that was important. Yeah. I feel bad because there's a lot of people who want to do that, but. But we were, I guess we were in a situation we, well, we thought we were in a situation. We were thought we were in a situation we could do that. Uh, we weren't. <laughs> so, like, a year later, you know, no, it was like a year and a half later, you know, it just, the money started getting tight. Yeah, I think we had made some bad decisions when we were young. We had a lot of money in student loans out. I mean, a lot of money in Car student loans. Out. We had car debt. We had bought a house, house we could debt. barely afford on one salary, um, much less two. I'm pretty sure the target across the street really was the finishing nail in the coffin. <laughs> I don't know what he's talking about. I'm great at I was great at budgeting at the time. So, anyways, we um, ended up having to foreclose on that house because around that time you also decided that you felt like the Lord was calling you, and we felt like the right decision was to go back to school. Yeah. So, talk a little bit about that decision. Well, I, I felt like it, the right decision decision was for you to stay home with the kids and for me to go back to work and so basically what we decided that we're gonna foreclose I mean it was a very radical decision because it was gonna require foreclosure bankruptcy and and we decided to move into into his parents basement basement with two kids so that we could pay off the rest of our student loans while you were going to school and I was still working full time. And the, his parents also helped us with childcare. So it was like a very drastic um, move. Although, again, I think the Lord was calling for a lot of drastic changes in our lives, not just 
um, all of those things. But even I think, you know, we realize spiritually and emotionally and everything else growing up and maturing and having to lay a lot of things down during that season. But I mean, oh my goodness, like truly thank God for your parents. If it was not for them, I don't know, you know, where we would be today. The support and the love and just reaching out and helping so much has, it truly, you know, helped us transform our lives. Um, so while we were in the basement, uh, I always laugh. I said it was physically a very dark place, but also like mentally, emotionally, spiritually, it was just a very dark place. Um, as you can imagine, there's just a lot of hard things that the Lord was teaching us during that season. But really, it was during that season. Right. Um, and this wasn't like some bougie basement. This no. Was like, <laughs> there was no bathroom down there. Right. There's no bathroom. Um, there's no... I mean, this is like... We, we were having like couples time and like mother-in-law would like walk down the stairs to like go do laundry because the laundry room was still in the basement. It wasn't like, we should find pictures and like put them up. Like it wasn't like, I mean, Matt cleaned it up. You and your dad painted it and like put a wall up. Right. Um, no, your dad helped us. Okay. So your dad it. like helped and my dad was a carpenter. So he came and helped remodel it. So it wasn't like it was like gross, but there were some pretty large spiders down there. Oh yeah. There was no window. So that's not true. There was like one like half basement window, but it was it was dark. And again, I think at the same time we were going through. Yeah, um, there's no kitchen. There was no. Bathroom. Bathroom. Um, no, there was room for like a TV and a couch. Yeah, a living room and two bedrooms. And a place for your computer because you were going through school. So it was like yeah. our living room was like a couch, a TV, and like a, a smaller like table. Dining room table. That yeah. also doubled as like your oh, school computer. I'm sure that we do. We yeah. live down there. Yeah, I guess so. I can put, I'll put some pictures up. So, yeah, and I mean, you can imagine all of the things, no matter who you're living with, when you give up um, so much. And like I said, I think the Lord, um, besides all of the physical things that were changing, there just was a lot of things um, that he's dealing with both of us in our heart. I don't know if you want to say anything more about that or not, really. Yeah, the basement sucks. <laughs> yeah, don't live in there. No. 10 out of 10, don't I that. can keep going. I don't know if you want to, like, put in any, like— Okay, jump in if you think of something you want to say. No. During that time, the Lord was doing an overhaul on a lot of things in our life. But um, it was during that time, uh, really towards the end of it, um, when the Lord had started showing me through different, you know, pastors, people that we had come into town about uh, the importance of the Word of God and not just reading it, but speaking it over the situation and the power of our words. And so um, Matt can attest to the fact suddenly like there was little note cards <laughs> taped all over our basement, right? Like I had taped them to your computer, to mirrors. Um, you can go down to the basement. I think your mom still has some of those note cards taped up down there. Things like those who uh, wait on the Lord will inherit the land. Things like no weapon formed against us will prosper. Um, and you will have an answer to anyone who accuses you. Because of course, while we were down there, I think one of the things that we kept dealing with was this accusing voice of um, failure because it was kind of a failure. We had not realized that we had not planned it and God used it for good. Um, but realizing what your kids are having to go through, what your spouse is having to go through because of bad decisions that we made, um, was hard. So anyways, we had started learning a lot during that time about speaking the word of God. And um, again, putting just note cards all over the place. Um, if you go to my mother-in-law's house, you can still see some back in our basement abode. <laughs> um, and we had started realizing that. So about that time um, where Matt was about, like he had one more semester or trimester or whatever it was left of nursing school, um, 
our kids were having a really hard time adjusting to things. And so um, we had kind of decided that I was going to uh, step back from work and we were going to use, and again, I don't know that I would recommend any of these financial decisions for you, but this is just <laughs> what we advisors. did. We are not a financial planners. Um, we <laughs> decided that um, I needed, we were going to use the rest of my, um, part of my 403B, 401K, whatever it was to pay off the rest of our student loans. We only had like three months left in nursing school. Um, and then I was going to come back. My work was fabulous and allowed me to, um, what I had to do was actually quit my job in order to access my 403B. And then once that went through, they were going to rehire me back part-time. So I quit my job um, to get access to the money to pay off our student loans and have that little bit of whatever. Although, again, we were in the basement. Um, we figured, you know what? Our kids need us. There's some other things going on with our kids. Um, we're going to just be home. I'm just going to take the three months. We'll live in the basement for three months, and it will be fine. You'll finish nursing school. There's just going to be like this three-month you know, and we thought maybe it would even be shorter depending on when it got hired back, um, gap where we wouldn't have any income coming in and it would be fine. We would just fill in the blank with money that we had. Um, so I quit my job. Two days later, I came home because, you know, you have to give your two weeks notice. Um, so like two days after I had quit and had come home, that's when you take over. I flunked out of nursing school. Yeah. I come home and Matt says, hey, hey. <laughs> failed at a nursing school. So suddenly the two of us are jobless living in, in his basement. parents' basement with two kids and no job. So, which I mean was fine because obviously we knew I was getting rehired back in. So there was like what, um, I don't even know, maybe like a month or a couple weeks there by the time that we had um, got, I had quit my job got access to the student loans, pay or the money, got access to the funds, paid off the student loans, um, and started working part-time again. Um, and yeah, we felt the call. We felt because of the things going on with our kids and just what we heard the Lord saying and really the leadership of our church saying, you know, it's time to, um, it's time to get out of the basement. You guys have your loans paid off. I was working part-time again. Matt, you were working part-time as like an EMT, yeah, right? Because you weren't back in nursing school. Mm -hmm. So he was working part-time as an EMT. I was working part-time in nursing. Um, and they were like, yeah, you guys should like get out and go buy something. And we were like, well, that sounds like a terrible idea. <laughs> you know, have you ever told the Lord that like, Lord, that's a terrible idea. Well, we have told him that like um, many times, but luckily, um, not luckily, but thankfully he always, you know, keeps elbowing us and we keep elbowing each other. And we have many people in our lives who don't let us uh, say that for too long. So we ended up buying um, a double wide trailer because we could buy it for cash with the money that we had taken out from um, my retirement account. We had still had some of that left um, and just figured we would resell it. So we bought the trailer cash. I will not forget, like we had ladies over from our church that were helping us clean um, the trailer. And on my way to the trailer with all the cleaning supplies to meet them, I got a phone call from you saying, I got back into nursing school. Yeah. <laughs> back into, you had been accepted back into nursing school. And it was going to be um, the same weekend that we were moving into the trailer. So um, we did that. And uh, gosh, I was, I didn't think, we realized I was pregnant even at the time when we bought the trailer, right? I can't, I, like my timeline gets mixed up. It was such a crazy time. 
anyways, so moved into the trailer, got pregnant. You finished nursing school. Yeah. So, but yeah, all that time been praying the word over, you know, getting the home, praying the word over, you know, the situation uh, with school and with Matt. And um, personally, I mean, I'm sure you don't remember, but I had been going through a lot of struggles, even with anger. I mean, again, if you guys have ever heard me speak and, you know, if you ever want me to come speak, um, I give a talk about how the Lord really um, was able to help me overcome anger because there was a time where I was yelling all the time. But it was really you that made me realize how it was because I just kept thinking, like, I only get angry um, when everybody does something, when people are doing something wrong. And you were like, you're angry all the time is what you told me. Like that. <sighs> Anyways, the Lord had <laughs> been using a lot of situations in my own life that I was struggling with. And I had grown up with a family and just an outlook where I felt like um, you are what you are. And I didn't really believe that true change was possible. And what I had seen in my own life and was, um, I mean, and I can tell you now, it's just kind of funny and maybe embarrassing. Like I was surprised and really shocked that the Lord and the Word of God really could change me. So I had been using the Word of God and... Um, to overcome a lot of these things in my life, anger, jealousy, competition, um, even like some insecurities and those kind of things. Um, I think that's a great place to stop for this week. Um, in our next podcast, we're going to talk about uh, how Generation Claim got started and then all about our self-publishing journey and um, also about how we ended up getting picked up by our publisher, Tunnel House Publishers. Um, so stay tuned. Okay, and at the end of every podcast, we're going to share a segment called Something Worth Sharing, which is exactly what it sounds like. It's something that's worth sharing, uh, whether that's a new baby tip or a product that we're loving or a new song that's out that's really inspiring us or a book. Um, this week, to start us off, we're actually going to be sharing uh, a product that I have started using and have had a lot of questions about. It's actually called Funk Away. So um, Matt works a lot of hours at the hospital, 12-hour shifts, and at the end of the shift, um, your clothes are pretty stinky. Yeah? Uh, no comment. <laughs> and even after I've washed them, they still smell bad. So whether it's a husband, a kid who has the stinky laundry, I started buying this and it actually worked really well. So I'm actually going to have Matt smell his own shirt that I have <laughs> washed using this product. Okay. And you're going to hear like reaction live. Okay. There's the armpit, which usually smells bad. I hate this. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't smell like anything no, though, right? No, no. Right? It smells like regular laundry, which is like really surprising for you. Anyway, yeah, well, I guess so, yeah. <laughs> this is a miracle. <laughs> okay, so we'll go ahead and we'll put the link to that in our show notes. That's all we have for this week. Thanks again, guys, and make sure you tune in next time to hear all about our self-publishing journey. Peace. Bye. Bye.